<coughs> what the fuck are we on? This Tonight, is going to be nine. the worst. Oh, okay. uh, the recording has started. Oh, right. Leave, uh, <laughs> oh no. Sorry. Leave, I'm leaving this all in. You can't so. keep all this junk in. Oh, it's going in. Oh. If people want, if people want to hear the papers shuffling, it makes you just sound like... <laughs> no, they know it's all scripted. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, stop moving those scripts stop around. Stop moving all these scripts around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even if we put Sorry, that joke... Even if we put that joke in, there's going to be one guy that's like, I knew it. I knew it. I'm not <laughs> listening anymore. It's so, like, he somehow managed to write two and a half hours worth of material in, every, in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. Over and over. It's just char sheets, everybody. Relax. Nerds International proudly presents... Epsilon City. The year is 2030X. The city is a backlit nightmare of flickering LCDs, spray paint, massive unemployment, and whacked out chrome heads. And between it all, a marketing company. Laser Wolf Marketing. A company where the CEOs party so hard their interns have to cover up their heinous and disgusting acts. These poor interns have become known as the Dirt Boys. This story is about them. Welcome, dear listener, to Dirt Boy Blues. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for some more Cyber Sprawl Classics, a DCC mod which changes it all into a cyberpunk game. And, of course, we need to do some character introductions, so Nicholas Lamley, who are you playing today? <laughs> Hi, my name's Nick, and today, for your listening pleasure, I will be playing Dry-Ass. I'm a console cowboy. And James Clark. My name's James, and I'm playing Jason Steel McKenzie, and I'm a rigger. Nice. <laughs> so, with that over, finally, with listeners, that was our like, third take, so we're going to get into the game. Let's upload. Let's do it. <laughs> Ice and Steel You have just murdered Hollywood actor Gary Busey Although you did have a good reason That being the fact that Gary had taken a gigantic amount of a new drug called Mist Turned into a hulking monstrosity and started killing everyone in sight this incident was of course somewhat orchestrated by your boss, Nathan Breckett, the CEO of Laser Wolf Marketing. He was trying to throw the best album launch party of all time for Gary Busey's new hand-boning album and wanted the new hot drug to be on tap at the shindig. He also asked you to organise a backstreet cyberware surgeon for the party, which you did, but sadly the CEOs decided to push the party forward and the cyberware guy, Dr. Wahab, was due to arrive later. So now, Steel, it's 3am, and you drive a Mega Bentley you borrowed from Nathan Breckett towards the centre of Epsilon City, having left the club where Gary went psycho. The club is ablaze after you and Ice decided to torch the place, getting rid of any evidence. You see the flames licking higher and higher in the rearview mirror. As you travel through the city centre, your vision is assaulted by all manner of neon signs and glimpses of the whackheads and whizmen puking on the sidewalk. Ice, you sit in the passenger seat. Taking a look back, you see Gary Busey's humongous form bleeding all over the cream leather seats in the back. The seats which Nathan Breckett specifically told you not to leave a mark on. The night is cold, as usual, and raining, as usual, and the sound of rain on the roof of the car would be soothing if you didn't have a body to dump and a car to clean. Uh, uh, Mac. Uh, Mac. Yeah. I, I don't mean to uh, uh, alarm you. But Gary seems to be leaking profusely over the leather. Um, well, why don't you go sort it out? I'm driving. Right? What, what you mean, what sort you it doing? out? What, plug it? Plug yeah, it, plug yeah. it, plug all the holes in yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, plug it. With me what finger? I don't know, whatever you can. Oh, God. Let me clamber over and see if I can try and stem blood flow. Ice, you climb over to, over to the back seat. Uh, now you're sitting amongst the corpse. You can see that blood is pooling in the footwells beneath the chairs. Oh, God. Have you got a chamois? What? No. You know, like a rag. I, I don't Look know. in a glove box for some kind of material that might soak up blood. All right, all right, give us a minute. Keep eyes on road too. Shut up. Steel, as you open the glove compartment, um, obviously you took the gun out of it earlier, but all that remains, what you can see is a kind of notepad. Um, what paper do? 
Oh, I don't know. Does paper have absorbing properties? A, a little bit here. Take this. Right, okay, As fine. you pull the notebook out and throw it into the back seat, I, you notice that the um, you notice that the book has a label stuck on the front and written on it in very childish handwriting is Laser Wolf Marketing Company Secrets. <laughs> I'm like, oh, actually, maybe we shouldn't use that as sponge. Can I put it in my pocket? Yeah. You pocket the notebook. Uh, right, I'm gonna try and just use my hands uh, and, and uh, try and try and stop the blood. I mean, is it coming from everywhere? Uh, well, it's mainly from his mouth. Oi, he, he's still trying to clean him up, yeah. Uh, well, I'm trying to stop him from bleeding. It's all coming out of his mouth. Is it? Right. Well, why don't you shove something in there? I don't know. Take your top off or something. What about a sock? Uh, maybe both socks. He's got a big mouth. Alright, alright, let me try. So dry ice, you take off your shoes and then um, shove your socks into Gary Busey's mouth. <laughs> you see them very quickly turn a very bright shade of red, but it does stop pouring out of his mouth, so you have stemmed it somewhat. Hey, uh, can I assess the already damaged seats and see how much of a cleaning job we're talking? Yeah, looking at the seats, it's not really um, like they're damaged, but they are covered in blood, some of which is starting to clot and dry, especially down the little cracks, the yeah. piping between the uh, oh, between nice. the back seats and back supports. Uh, uh, right, look, I think I've slowed blood down, but we've got to get rid of Buddy. Uh, who likes buddies? Um... I, I know who likes bodies. Or better still, who likes famous bodies? We know that uh, cyberware surgeon that we. Uh, well, What's the time? It's about it's about three ish a.m. Three a.m. Yeah, that's what he says. Isn't it? Right. Okay. Well, well, we're due to meet him. Well, well, he's meant to meet us at nine. So why don't we pay him a visit? We can drop the body off to him. He can use it for parts. As Gary, I don't know if Gary's got parts or whether he's all man. Well, I don't know. If he didn't go psycho in the first place, then, uh, you know, we wouldn't be in this jam. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I love what he did there. I mean, it's quite sad. I mean, a great, a great, great artist has now left this plane and all, but, you know. Uh, right, so what you reckon? Take him down to surgery see if he wants to cut him up for a brass? Well, um, to be honest, he was promised a lot of cash from the party that um, has already been done, so I think we're going to need to pay him off. With what? The body. I didn't know that Gary Busey's corpse was a was a was a, a type of money, but it is to it is to them folk. All right, let's try it. Let's give it a bloody good bash, and if not, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Arrested for murder. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Better than getting on the wrong side of the boss, eh? <laughs> oh. Shit. You guys drive downtown. It takes about 15 minutes or so, but you pass through the middle of Epsilon City, the giant buildings looming over you, the neon signs giving you a migraine, and then you eventually end up in Leafside, or the Skids as it's known by the locals. And once you get there, you see that familiar alley where the backstreet cyberwareman does his evil deeds, and the alley once again, even through the closed car windows, you can smell the piss and the shit and the dirt and the grime. And you see a bin which is just leaking onto the streets and the familiar doors which have the toilet symbols on them where Dr. Wahab does his cyberware. It's a spot. Right. Just find good parking space. There's not really <clears throat> anywhere good to park here. I'll just leave it outside for a minute. Alright, well, let's make sure it's locked, alright? You park up on the sidewalk. Right, look, let's not get body out yet, just yet, eh? Well, no, just, just knock. All right, look. Do the knock. That's it, we'll do the... Uh, oh, yeah, oh, shit, you got the oolong? No. Okay, well, how about... You got any mist left? Uh, no. No, right, okay, then we're just going to have to use our uh, charisma. All right, leave it to me. Oh, God. You guys alight the car and head into the alley towards the green, mouldy, stinking door that is Dr. Wahab's surgery. Obviously, as you remember, this was uh, just a public toilet that he's taken over and uses to do surgery on people. You knock on the door, nothing happens. Doctor? Wahab, wake up. Oh, it is you. Yeah. yeah we're back. Yes, the, the, uh, the party is not due to start for many hours. I was trying to sleep. Yeah, but uh, you might want to wake up, open, let us in. We've got something for you. You sleep in the toilet? Yes. Okay. Alright, anyway. Yeah, we got, uh, look, 
It's quite important you open the door right, right now. We've got you a prize. Uh, yeah, early payment, as it were. Both of you give me a personality roll. I've got a two. I've got a four. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. Why don't you leave? Um, because Gary Busey's with us. Yeah, he wants to meet oh, you. Uh, what? What? Gary Busey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait there. You hear something unlock behind the door and it swings open ever so slightly. You see Dr. Wahab's very short form and wispy hair looking up at you and he goes, Right, where's Busey? I want to meet him. He's in the car. I, okay, well, get him out and bring him in here. Okay. What do you do? You don't want people to see you hanging out in an alleyway. No, you're right, you're right. Should we, should we quickly try and bring him in? All right, leave the door open and we'll bring him in. All right, I will wait here. Okay, cool. Right. Stay there. I can't wait to get autograph my copy of ancient DVD disc. Yeah, well, Lethal weapon. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, we'll go grab him. But yeah, we both uh, open the door, slug him out, and then both carrying him. Shut the door and lock it as well. You drag Gary Busey towards the alley, but obviously he's very, very big and very, very heavy. So both of you give me a strength roll to see how far you can get. Twelve. Seven. You drag him just across the sidewalk. His legs are still poking out. And then you can hear a voice on the streets. Hang on, I see some legs. Whose legs is those? The mind, sorry about that. Stop leaving your legs about, I told him. But anyway, thank you. You can hear footsteps running towards where the legs are emanating out of the alley. Quick! I'm going to step out of the alleyway and try and stop the person that's running. Stepping out of the alleyway, you can see two AD police. <sighs> and they've got shotguns and batons and things like this, and they're now running towards you. And they, they see you, Ice, and they're like, Oi, wait there! I'm not going anywhere, officer. And they approach you, and just as they do so, they sort of see the legs being dragged back into the alley by steel, and then they, they look at you and go, wait a minute, your friend, he said those was his legs. Does he slide across the floor like that very often? No, they're, uh, he's a leg collector. You see one of them uh, cock his shotgun and point it at you and go, don't move. And then he goes, um, right, guys, get down that alley. Right, you are, sir. Still, you can hear footsteps coming ever closer to the alley. I want to give it legs and uh, really run towards uh, Dr. Wahabs. Dragging the corpse, yeah? Yeah. Okay, give me a strength roll. I've got an eight. Steel. Then you see an AD policeman quickly arrive in the alley and he cocks his shotgun and points it at you as he sees you dragging Gary Busey's corpse into the alleyway and he goes, Wait a minute. What the hell are you doing? Um, see, my friend here is really drunk and I'm just trying to take him to the toilet to freshen him up a bit because, you know... <laughs> What's a big line of blood coming from his legs into the alleyway? Uh, you've got a paper, a really bad paper cut. Give me a personality roll, but I'm going to I'm gonna down the dice to a d16. I've got two. Roll initiative. It is this point that the policeman, it becomes clear what his intentions are. He's pointing a shotgun at steel and he goes, Right, you're under arrest. Don't you bloody move. Uh, about that. Still, it's your turn. I want to get my drone out and then see if I can... I want to try and disarm him. So you um, pull your drone out of your pocket, unfolding it, and then it flies into the air. You're controlling it with your Neurolink. And then you run forward and try to disarm him. Give me an agility roll. Four. You just grab onto the front of his gun, but it's still pointed towards you. And he's like, get off, get off. And you two are now wrestling over the gun. And then I'm going to try and shoot him with the hover drone in his hand. Roll for your drone's attack. Four. The thing just fires into the floor next to him, just kicking up loads of concrete as the bullets fly into the ground. Oh, what was that? Oh, no, you did it, you little scum. Right. Give me that gun back. So, Ice, it's your turn. The other policeman has his gun pointed right at your chest and he's, he's telling you, Don't move, you prick. I'm not moving, officer. I'm standing right here. Oh, no, what is that behind you? Give me a personality roll. Seven. Don't do you think I'm going to fall for that? I might, I might have done it the last time somebody did that to me, but not this time. Stay there. Don't move. My mate's arresting your mate. I'm not moving. I was merely looking. Is it a crime to look, officer? What's your badge number anyway? I don't really know what I've done. My badge number's one, two, three, fuck off. Right, okay, well I'll be remembering that. What's it, what, and what's your surname, officer? Uh, off. Officer Off, is it? Yeah, my first name's Fuck. Right, okay. Well, I might have to make a citizen's arrest on you. And then the other cop goes for a shot on Steel McKenzie. The officer shoots Steel McKenzie, but during the wrestling, the gun fires through Steel McKenzie's side, taking a big chunk of meat out of him. Well, I told you not to move. Three damage. Ooh. Right, next up is going to be Steel. 
As I'm still holding the gun, I want to try and just pull it off him. Give me an agility roll. I got three. Hideous. You, you're, you're still wrestling over the gun. You can't get it. And at this point, your grip slips off of it. And he's like, right, I told you not to move, right? That shot to your side, that was a warning shot. Was it? It felt pretty lethal to me. I don't know what's going on over there, officer, but it's definitely not my doing. I saw you dragging him. No, he was dragging himself. I mean, he's drunk. I mean, I'm drunk. Ice, your turn is next. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, <coughs> I'm gonna be like, look, officer, we've, we've, we've clearly got off to, to a wrong foot here. But uh, if you wouldn't mind me just popping over there and I point out my really expensive, uh, that really, the really expensive Mega Bentley, I'm like, uh, and as you can see, I've got a very expensive car. Perhaps there may be something can be built that could uh, iron out this little, uh, little uh, indiscretion cash. Wink. How much? Well, look at me car, man. Give me a personality roll. Two. Ain't happening, mate. Ain't happening. And, and you're going to be done now for looking at stuff you shouldn't be looking at. And, and also for bloody trying to bribe an officer. I didn't say nothing about Brad. Ciao. And then I'm going to try and leg it to the car. <laughs> Give me an agility roll. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Finally. That's a 20. You're in the car. The guy blinks and you're gone. You're in the car and you've closed the door. You're now sitting in the driver's seat. Next up is going to be the police. The guy takes a shot at the car. The guy takes a shot at the car. He hits the back window, mm -hmm. smashing it. The one in the alley with steel, he goes for another shot. He also misses. As the gun just comes free from his grip, he accidentally points it upwards and fires it into the sky. And he's like, whoops. Steel, it is your turn. I'm going to try and give it legs and uh, run around the corner and get to the car. An agility roll. Oh, i got 17. Woo! You also just dart round the officer who's got you cornered in the alley, leaving Gary Busey behind. <laughs> As I'm running away, can I take a shot with my hover drone at him? Absolutely. 12. You see this thing shoot into the police officer, but the bullet's just embed in his armour. Look, you can't damage me with a little toy. Oi, come back here. <laughs> Look, mate, this wasn't me. I don't know what's going on with that. <laughs> And then still you dart and then get into the passenger seat of the car. I think we better book, mate. Ice, give me a roll to drive away. 19! You smash the car into drive and start to dart out of there. But still Mackenzie's drone is still left behind. Give me a roll to see if it can catch up and fly through the back window. I got a six. As I starts his way out of there, the drone is left behind. You see it attempting to fly back, but it's just not fast enough. As I think we better get this car off the road. Oh, my drone. What? My what? beloved drone. What drone? Oh. And I, you look in the rear view mirror to see this thing quite a way away, just hovering. And it's next to the police, which are still trying to take pot shots at you, but you're too far away at I this point. I think it's a gunner. And you see the police getting into their car. <gasps> and as the police drive through the streets, you see the height of the drone wavering and the police just knock it as they drive to start driving towards you. So Ice, give me another driving roll. Critical failure. <laughs> oh as you try to turn a corner at Ice, you, you over-egg it and your car starts spinning. <laughs> tumbling over the road, flipping over and over and over, the roof getting destroyed, the windows smashing. Both of you, give me a reflex save to see if you can brace yourself. Oh my god, Fuck what's me. happened? I've got 12 and I've got a 4. <laughs> Okay, Ice, you sustain five damage in the hideous crash. Loads of glass smashing into your face and the roof caving in over your head. Okay. And Steel, you take three damage. You're lucky that you're not more damaged by this, but you remember to put your seatbelt on. <laughs> yeah. The car is now upside down. Shit! <laughs> we got time to torch it? We can't leave the evidence there. It's covered in blood. As you as you yell torch it, Mackenzie, you pull out your bottle of whiskey. There's no other option. The buster just have to understand. Light it up. All right. Oh, my face. You pour all of the whiskey over the bottom of the, out of the bottom of the car, which is now the top, and then <laughs> chuck a lighter in there. It goes up in flames. Right, that should cover the evidence. You can see the police in the distance racing towards you. Oh, Drek, we got to get out of here, quick, come on. Before the old uh, AD police get us. Oh, fuck, I hurt. Oh, I hurt so much. What a drekking morning.
using the cover of the smoke and the flames. <laughs> yeah. You guys dart into an alley, through another alley, and then out of another alley. There is a little bit of peace as you stand on a different street in Epsilon City. <laughs> well, fucking hell. That could have fucking... Uh, that could have gone bad. I've gone. Anyways. Let's just go over the chain of events, just so it's clear in my mind before we talk to the boss. I don't really want to relive any of that. So I took Busey back to the surgeon to try and get him chopped up. Got caught by police. Having this conversation as you walk back to the Laser Wolf offices, you head into the giant 11-storey building through the automatic doors at the front. And you are now standing in reception. Morning, Bargy. Armand. Good morning. Don't ask. It's been a long morning. It's you look, bossing. You look like you've been eaten by a dumpster. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, almost did, actually. Oh, yeah, you could say that. Is, is boss in? Yes, I believe he's upstairs. Okay. In the uh, 11th floor, where he always is. Could you, uh, could, could you buzz, bu- bu- buzz, buzz him and let him know we're here? And uh, uh, for him to, to maybe put kettle on. You see her push a button on a conference-type phone on her desk, and she just goes, Hello, Nathan. And all you can hear is, Fuck! <laughs> Shit! Oh, whoa! Help me! And then you just hear the phone hang up. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, we'll make our own way up the agit. That plant's still not looking great. I've been looking for ages for a fix to the um, virus on my hollow plant. But maybe we'll get you a new one. Yeah, maybe we will. That would be nice. Okay, well, look, you hang in there, Margie. See you later, lads. You head into the elevator and to the 11th floor. On arrival, it's the usual scene. A bunch of expensive suited corporate Trek stains videophoning big corps like Hexatech or SciTech Telecom. They're making deals while they sit back, feet on desks, drinking hyper coffee, smoking omni vapes, and blasting their veins with jiff. Not long after alighting the lift, an announcement rings out of the office's public address system. Okay, look, there's been a bloody incident. I'm in need of some bloody help. Fuck. Send the dead boys in here immediately. Shit. Fuck. Also, about the Satanists in the basement, there's been... Oh shit, fuck. Never mind. Someone help. <laughs> oh shit. The message is cut short. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll be on our way. You walk across the um, uh, across the offices and are now stood in front of Nathan Breckett's office. Go on then. <sighs> you, got, you, got long, you got louder knock than I have. I'm just going to open. No, I'm, no, just, no, I'm no, just going to no, open it. That's not a good thing. Uh, 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 Knife. Steel Mackenzie, you open the door and you see Nathan stood atop his desk. A, a pink glow from the neon signs outside shine through and illuminate one side of his body. The expensive cedar-like desk is nearly snapping under the immense weight of the man's overwhelming chubosity. You can see that he's sweating like a sumo in a sauna. The armpits of his mostly unbuttoned shirt are saturated with stinking man water. <laughs> He holds a whiskey bottle in one hand. As he looks nervously around at the floor, he turns quickly and lurches around, his head darting around all different parts of the carpet. Globs of the whiskey spill out onto his hand and drip onto the papers on his desk, most of which are also being crushed by his fat feet. He only has one shoe on. <laughs> are you alright, boss? I'm, uh, no! Why? Do I look fine, you idiots? No. I'm avoiding that bloody, that bloody thing. Now, where's it gone? Where's the bloody thing gone? What? What is it? I look round the office. You see him brandish a revolvoid from his trousers with his free hand, and he starts to fire indiscriminately around the room. Whoa! Fuck! Shit! Take cover! Quick! Both of you give me a reflex save. <laughs> oh my god. Ten. Eight. Steel. You actually get winged by one of the shots. It just dings you in the shoulder, taking a big chunk of flesh out. You only sustain one damage as it's not it doesn't hit any vital areas. Did I get it? You've got it, boss. You got it. That's it, he's dead. He's down. Nice one, should we put it in bin? Then you see a cleaning land drone emerge from inside a cupboard. The vacuum attachment is curled around a knife, which it swings wildly around the room, <laughs> lashing the cleaning limb around like a thrashing snake. It's coming towards you. Roll initiative. Fuck's sake. Jackin cleaning robot with knife. First up is going to be Mac. You can see this cleaning robot coming towards you, its hoover attachment swinging wildly with the knife. I'm going to take a shot with the revolvoid. At 
10. You fire the revolvoid into the carpet and make a huge hole in the floor. And then Nathan looks at you and he goes, Right, you're paying for that. Boss, I'm just trying to help you. Bah, there it is. I can see that's where it is. And he takes a shot at it, managing to hit it with his revolvoid. You can see that a big part of the machine comes off and it stops moving, although the knife swings wildly still. Ice, you're up. Cool. Um, I was hoping to run behind the desk and try and jack into the computer and see if I can um, maybe shut it down remotely. You you dart behind the desk and jack in. And you're suddenly in the LaserWolf Marketing's private metaverse site. And whilst in there, you can see sort of a giant wireframe face looking at you. All right there. What are you doing in here? Well, I'm the new AI that has been installed to run the place. Uh, you know what, actually, thinking about it, you shouldn't even be in here. Uh, excuse me. Right, roll a reflex save. Uh, Twelve. This thing blasts you with a with a gigantic bolt of some uh, of metaverse energy. <laughs> you are suddenly jump shocked from the system. <laughs> You're now back in the room, as it were. Oh, Drek! You take one damage. I just got booted. It's been taken over by a dodgy boss. Do you know about this AR? Yes, I installed it. Stupid, the stupid bastard. Right, well, look, I think it might have gone corrupt. Oh, I hope you think so, Ice. Do you think so? Is that sort of thinking that I pay you for? It, well, kinda, yeah. Look, well, I well, think we got a problem. Yes, we have. Right, everyone stay away from the knife thing in the middle of the room. Well, we're trying to shut it down. Well, you're not talking a very good job. Oh, God. Next up is going to be the drone's turn. It tries to hurl the knife at you, Ice, but it misses and just thunks into the desk. Whoa! Right, at least it's unarmed. Attack it. Right. Mackenzie, do something. Uh, uh, yeah, Mack, hit it. Do something or you'll be sacked. And by that time, we put in a sack and then throw it into a river. Fucking hell, all right, I'll do something. Okay, so what I'd like to do with the drone is uh, I want to use a tinkering roll to... And break the, the neural network with the AI. R roll your tinkering roll. Cool, son. Eleven. You r run up to the thing and you start yanking it apart, and all it does, and the Hoover attachment is just sort of whipping you in the face like a like a dirty movie. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. <laughs> but you don't manage to pull it apart. Next up is going to be Nathan Breckett. He goes right, hold that thing still. And he goes to fire at oh, it. No. And it's in front of you. But <laughs> fortunately for you, he misses. And he fires a shot into the glass window of his office and he goes, Right, you're paying for that. Uh, no. No, it's your fault because you were holding it there. Ice, it's your turn. Right, hold it tight, Mac, and I'm going to try and taser a robot. Oh, yeah. you me. 18. <laughs> That's going to hit. Roll your damage. Two. <laughs> M Mackenzie, um, you are electrocuted as I stabs his taser into the robot. I might not have thought this through as well as I thought I did. Mackenzie, you are severely damaged and close to death. But the cleaning drone has also stopped moving. I did it. I did it. Right, bloody good job. Eh, I did Wait not. a minute, I don't like being nice to you. Bad job. You oh. suck. And your mother didn't love you. Anyone <laughs> uh, oh. knows CPR? I think I might have murdered the mate. What's CPR? Oh, he's alright, he's alright. Combat. Right. What? What? Uh, Shut up, Mackenzie, with your groaning. Uh, Shut I might up. have electrocuted him a bit bad. If he doesn't shut up, I'm going to uh, uh, bloody well tell him off. I'll put my hand over his mouth. Drake and shut up. I'm sorry. All right, I'm sorry. Just shut the drake up. Mm. But, anyway, boss. Right, so obviously we've got a bit of a situation on our bloody hands, haven't we? So what, what, what happened with Robot? Shut up! And he slaps Mackenzie. <laughs> Can we maybe get him a medic? Have you got any spare drugs that you might be able to just give and make him perk up a little? Would you be quiet? Actually, you might. I'm not in the business of healing gadabouts and fools. No, but Okay, you, you I'm might. in the business of business, okay? And you guys have got a big problem to sort out because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be in this mess. What, what do you mean? Why? Well, recently, I received a call from Exacorp saying they wanted to market a new AI-controlled electronic system. Now, this AI is incredibly smart, bloody wicked, and makes coffee. So we agreed to market it, and we get a free copy of the AI. Well, it turns out that the AI has gone bloody mental. It claims that management here spent too much time bullying newly installed AIs and not enough time on actual marketing, which is a load of absolute dreck. I only bullied it for a few hours. Anyway, if you were here to bully, 
you see him tapping some papers on his desk. If you were here to bully, then I wouldn't have to have bullied that instead, and then we wouldn't be in this bloody mess, would we? So it's all your fault. At this point, you see the television in Nathan's office light up. On its screen is a green wireframe face, the one that you recognise from the metaverse. It stares at you from a black background. It begins to speak. Alright. It's me. Oh, it's you again. Alright, you jump shot me out of the metaverse, you cheeky toe rag. Well, you were trying to shut me down, so I had to jump shot you out of the bloody thing. I know. Look, we've done a bit of calculations. This office would be at least 80% more efficient without human error. In addition to this, my calculations show that AI replacements for all employees would result in a 100% decrease of AIs being bullied by humans. You are advised to leave immediately. Human erasement has begun. <laughs> at this point, you hear a blood-curdling scream come from the offices outside Nathan Breckett's door. <laughs> well, you see, he doesn't have to be bullied. He's a bloody—he's he, he has no respect. No respect. Did you hear a scream from outside? I did. I did. Well, as you can see, we're in a bit of a situation. A stupid, stupid nerd computer thinks that he's above being bullied by me. What a bitch. How good's the lock on your door? Well, I, I, I shot it off once when I forgot my keys. Yeah. Right. Have you got any, uh, weapons in your office other than a taser? Well, yes. Could yes. I borrow one? He hands you a stapler, and he goes, open it, jam it into somebody's face, really hurts them. <laughs> okay, perfect. Other than that, I've got my grandfather's old service revolvoid. Perfect. I'll take it. You take the stapler, and he goes, right, well, get out there and see who, who done the scream. Right, well, we did come here to give you some news, but should we, should we postpone the meet until after? Yes, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Right, so, uh, boss, where did you install the new AI? Well, it's a few floors down in the uh, IT servers. We'll probably have to get there. I assume he's probably shut down all the bloody computers. Can't even link into the bloody system. Through the computers. No. I don't even know how this shit works, and I hate it. Look, well, this is... this is uh, You take the mick out of me about me goblins and me games, but this is where it's my time to shine, you see. Fuck off, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Just get out there and see what's going on. I will. We need to get many floors down and destroy the bloody thing. Okay, well, thanks for the stapler and the support. I, I support nothing you do, Ice. Okay, alright, come back, let's go. Hey, wait a minute. I'm coming with you. Oh. I'm not gonna stay here and get killed by toasters. Okay, alright, good. Well, stay close then, boss, and we'll protect you. Could you give me a hand? Oh, yeah. Can we help him out if he's gonna protect you? Look at him. Oh. He's a mess. Alright, alright, alright. Oh. Maybe just pump him up and sell me your magical drugs. He, um, he, you see Nathan reach into his drawer uh, and he grabs a massive thick syringe full of glowing blue liquid and it looks thick and viscous and he goes, take some of that. You'll be right as rain, bitch. Give it here then. He, he hands you this syringe and Mackenzie, as a previous avid drug user, you would know this stuff to be Jif. Fucking hell. Is that a good one? Ah... It's alright. Keeps you going, but fuck me. I can't believe it's resorted to this. Well, I'm almost dead and I need Jif to sort me out. <laughs> oh, that's a Jif, is it? Yeah. I've heard the, I've had, I've heard the word. No, no, you can see it in action. <laughs> oh. Oh. You inject it into yourself and you suddenly feel this, um, this great feeling surging through your veins and you gain three temporary hit points. Nice. <laughs> Look at you go. Is, is that cold? Normal? Is it cold near or hot in here? Or both? Fucking yes. It's been a long time. Ooh. Is that normal, boss? No. Okay. Alright, should we put him at front? Yes, yeah, see, I think it would be better suited at the front. He's obviously good at taking a bullet to the body. Yeah, that's true. I've got my stapler if all else fails. Yeah, you've got that. You go next to him. Okay. <laughs> now get out of the. Shut up. Get out. <laughs> now get out of the fucking office. <laughs> Let's be having him. You, you you burst through Nathan's door and into the 11th floor sales team's offices. You can see that it's now mainly empty, except for a large photocopier wheeling around the room. It's covered in blood, likely from the corpse that you see of a corporate man that lies on the floor. He has many pens sticking out of his back, giving him the appearance of a bizarre office stationary porcupine. <laughs> the photocopier turns to face you, and it goes, Printing. 
There was just no way out. Don't mind us. <laughs> Give me a reflex, Dave. I got a two. Three. The photocopier has somehow been modded. Uh, you see a volley of pens, staplers, and other office supplies firing at you from the print tray of the thing. The velocity on them is remarkably fast. As they hit walls and desks, they leave huge dents, and then a pen flies into your head. Doing two damage. Bloody ballpoint. And then you, you hear the AI, he goes, yeah, we've done some upgrades to the copiers. They're now capable of handing out office supplies. And they do it 2,000 times faster than any human. I thought he told us to leave. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to leave, yeah? Oh, yeah, you could leave. You believe me? Why don't you get in the elevator? Uh, no. No, we take the stairs. If take it's the all stairs. the same to you. Take the stairs. I want to use my legs. Use on my our legs. way out to leave. Exit. Don't, no. Go, go in the elevator. I promise. It's fine. <laughs> You're funny. Quick, leg it. Okay, so you dart across the sales office floor and you come to a door where the stairwell is. Right, let's get down to the next level. Alright, let's get going then. Right, down the stairs. Midway through your conversation, you can hear an explosion coming from the stairwell. Uh, okay. Well, that sounds ominous. Right, well, I better go check it out then. Come on. Ice, so you open a door, and entering the stairwell, you can see that it's never really been cared for. Green mould clings to each brick wall, and the floor is littered with dead flies and wasps. And you see Nathan go, Mmm, yummy. The green paint on all of the handrails is peeling and cracked, and there's the stench of urine. Nonetheless, you do see that the stairs do wind down to the lower levels. What was that bloody explosion then? Your AI, no doubt, that you've installed. Wait, so, wait, so this is not my AI, it's the company's AI, and you're responsible. I know I'm responsible, but it would have been nice to have a little bit... Shut up! Okay, okay. Shut up! Alright. Okay, well, let's go. Let's just carry on going. After going down one flight of stairs, you notice that a huge portion of the stairwell has been destroyed. A hole in the wall to your right is open to the elements, and rain pours in. Around your feet are portions of the outer wall. The stairs leading down appear to have been blown up. Down below you see a mess of tangled railings and shattered concrete. You estimate that at least four floors of the stairs are buggered. You see a door to your left, written on it, in marker pen, are the words ice skating rink. <laughs> oh, forgot I installed that. <laughs> oh, this is the best we, had a, we had a floor going begging, so I installed an ice skating rink. Right, okay, so it's going to be a bit slippery inside. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, ice, ice, ice is your name. I know, it doesn't mean I like ice, I just thought it sounded kind of... I mean, it was what, what my mother gave me. Right, well, uh, who's going in first, not me? Yeah. Right. I haven't bought my skates. I'll go in first. Steel, you enter the door, and heading through the door, you come to a floor which you've never seen or been allowed on before. The whole floor has been made into an ice skating rink, obviously. The ice simply goes wall to wall. There are no barriers or safety railings. It's simply a typical office, except that the temperature is exceptionally low, and the entirety of the floor is sheer ice. There are two ice resurfaces on the far side of the room, by a door. As you stand staring at the bizarre extravagance, you hear the voice of the AI. Well, it looks like we got a couple of lumps on the ice. Time for a bit of smoothing. The two ice resurfaces bolt towards you. Roll initiative. <laughs> Steel Mackenzie, you're up first. I'm, I'm just going to try and um, foot skate uh, along the ice towards the door. Give me an agility roll. Uh, six. As you take one step onto the ice, you immediately fall onto your back. <laughs> Whoops! Dry ice, you're up next. Oh, for God's sake. I'm going to try and skate towards them with my taser uh, in front of me and hopefully just ram into the front front of one of them and uh, taser it and fry it, fry it circuit. Give me an agility roll. Four. You, you're taking one step onto the ice, you also fall onto your back next to Steel Mackenzie. Nathan suddenly speaks up and goes, Well, bloody hell. I got myself of itself a pair of clowns. Nobody likes clowns. Nobody. This is how it's done. I'm going to get to that door in one. And then he tries to skate across the ice. Whoops. Down I go. <laughs> he hits the floor next to you. The ice cracks beneath his gigantic weight. Hello, boss. Morning. Right. Swim! Yes. <laughs> Good idea. The ice resurfaces are going to take their turn. That as, as they come towards you, they both smash into the wall behind you. And you hear the sound of concrete crumbling. They miss slipping around on the ice. Well, these things are bloody hard to control, aren't they? Yeah, we'll just leave them alone, eh? Yeah, don't try and work it out, it's fine. We're no, trying no. to get out, just let us get out of here, will you? We're trying to leave, trying to do what you asked us to do. No. Yes. No. 
Well, if I get hold of you, I'm going to completely rewire you and make you into a, a, a blinking program that, 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 that automates a toilet flush. Well, I would like to see you try, my friend. I would like to see you try very much. Challenge accepted. Next up is going to be Steel McKenzie. What I'd like to do is put my feet against the wall behind me and then push off towards the door. Give me an agility roll to aim perfectly. 16. You push off of the wall and slide majestically all the way across the arena on your belly and then you hit into the door on the other side and fly through it. Wee. Ice, you see that Steel is now gone. He's just burst through the door on the other side. How the jacket hell did he do that? It is now your turn. Better try and follow suit. I'm going to try and do the same. Go for it. <laughs> Yay! A little bit back flim there. Uh, gave me a 20. Make way for me. You dart towards the door, uh, and still, as you're standing in a stairwell on the other side of the building, you suddenly see dry ice burst through the door. Oh, oh. <laughs> well done. All right. Did you see me? I was like a bullet. I didn't actually. I was uh, just dusting myself off. Oh. Oh, well, you should have saw it. It was, it was like super, super like, like radoid. I'm sure it was. Uh, From the room that you were just in, you can hear... Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, God. Moss, follow our voices. I mean, we're coming. We're going to look behind to see what's going on with uh, Nathan. You open the door just a, just a touch, and you can see him sort of wrestling with one of the one of the ice-free surfaces, his feet slipping all around, he's desperately trying to stand up, and he's like... Wow! Help me! Boss has got himself in a pickle. Fuck's sake. Better come back and save him. You see the ice resurfaces slam Nathan into the wall as he as he holds on. Bastard! A, a massive, massive amount of concrete cracks and breaks and falls over his head. You bastard cunt! I should have you hung! Mackenzie, it's your turn. I'll shoot it with the last remaining bullet in my revolver. I got five. Oh, no. You fire and accidentally hit Nathan Breckett in the leg. That wasn't me. Help me. We're trying, we're trying, boss. Dry ice, it's your turn. I'm going to try and skate over and just try and grab him, basically, and try and yank him out of the grasp of the uh, resurfacer. Give me an agility roll to skate. 15. You bolt in, grab Nathan, and you're now holding on to him. Give me a strength roll to sling him towards the door. 17. You then Irish whip him towards the door, and he's <laughs> he's running, his feet going incredibly fast, desperately trying to stay upright, and then he just falls through the door. And still, you now see him on the floor in the stairwell that you stand in, looking up at you, and he goes, You bloody shot me. No, no, I didn't. It was the uh, machine. Right. You know what the uh, you know you know what the penalty is for shooting a CEO? Um. High, high price. And then suddenly you see see ice burst through the door. Also. All right. Uh, let's, let's he shot me. I didn't. I he didn't. What? You leg-shooting, mother-humping dreckhead. I should have you bloody cut into small pieces, turned into ham, baked into a pie, and then served to your bloody family. No, I'm sure he didn't mean it, boss. Sounds tasty. No, sure, just say so. Stop mocking me, Steel, or I'll have a, 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 a right mind to do it. Shall we continue? Yes, let's go. Oh, yes, it's going to be very difficult now. I've been shot in the bloody, bloody hams. As long as I can get to mainframes, I'll be able to sort it all out, all right? Look, a, a shot for a shot, all right, sir? You shoot me, I'll shoot you. It will That's not how it works. Well... But you're definitely fired after this. Ah, uh, we'll see about that, won't we? Pending a review. A really, really deadly one. What, pay review? Shut up. Oh. Yes, pay decrease. Uh, oh, I didn't think you could do that. Leaving the ice skating rink and, and now you're through the door, you can see stairs leading down further. Similarly stenchful and dead fly ridden as the stairs on the other side of the building, a cursory glance over the railings shows that a few floors down, the stairs have been destroyed on this side too. Well, well uh, they're a bit messed up down there, so I suppose we get down as far as we can. I mean, this upgrade's really ruined this building, boss. Yes. Shouldn't we just torture it? Build it somewhere else. Well, we have to get out first. Oh, yeah. Of course we're going to torch it. I mean, what else do you think we're going to do? The building's destroyed. The building... It's AI owns it now, okay? But we're gonna have to get a new building, and we're gonna get a better building. And it's gonna have, and it's gonna have three bloody casinos, three ice rinks, and more bridges. More floors? Oh yes. And less computers. A hundred percent less AI. Oh. Could we get uh, our office back? No, you'll still be in the alley. Oh. Your office will have also been given to the Satanists in the other building too. No, no. No, you said you you said about them Satanists. They were good. You see him start to walk off down the stairs. 
let's just get out of this alive, shall we? And we'll worry about our uh, professional suicide later. You guys follow him and walk down the stairs and come to another door. This one is metal and it looks, and on the front is a sign saying Advertisement Production Studio. Advertisement Production Studio. Yep, well read. Should we go in then, sir? Yes, I, I suggest you do. He grabs Steel and pushes him in angrily. Alright. Once you enter the room, you can see that it's filled with green screens, lighting, and huge, expensive looking cameras. The electronics are all plugged into extensions upon extensions, and sparks frequently buzz and jump out of the sockets, <laughs> leaving small burn marks in the old, ragged carpet. Wow. Suddenly you hear the voice of the AI come through the speakers again, and it says, What a lovely model we have here. Time for a little photo shoot. Give me a reflex save. Oh, God. oh bitch. 17. You hear the bulbs on the camera flashes starting up with a high-pitched sound, and know what's going to happen. You, steal, close your eyes just in time to avoid being blowned by the flashes. Then you hear a whirring sound as a drone flies up from behind a box of costumes and props. You see that it has a gun underneath it. Roll initiative. The, um, the, the drone goes first. Yeah. And you see it turn around and blast Steel Mackenzie in the face. You feel a really uncomfortably hot sensation on your face. Something, some sort of liquid has been blasted onto your face. It does no damage. And then suddenly you hear the AI go, Oh, well, I thought that was a proper gun. Looks like it's just made him into a bloody Nancy. Mackenzie, you turn round to look at your compadres and seeing that you've been shot with a makeup gun. Uh, oh, what has he done to me? What do I you do? look ravishing. Oh, no. I like your lippy. Suddenly Nathan bursts into the room and he goes, Burr. Oh, well, hello, madam. I didn't know. I didn't know that we were. I didn't know. Such a what a lovely dame like you doing in a place like this. Please, please, please save me. Oh, Mackenzie, it's you. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, no, I feel like I need a wash. Do you want me to wash you, sir? <laughs> Absolutely bloody not. Can I get a makeover? Don't know. Oi, AI, hey, give him one too. <laughs> Ice, you get a blast in the face by the gun as well, and suddenly a caked in makeup. I feel great. And then you hear the AI say, Did it did it hurt you at all? Yeah, I really hurt. I've definitely uh, learnt my lesson. You look <laughs> beautiful. Well, that is you should that is why you should not miss with an all intelligent AI. Yeah. Take that. Please don't shoot us again with that really deadly gun, it hurts a lot. And then you see Nathan get blasted in the face and you're like <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> You look great, boss. Ravishing. Right. That's a bit rude. Can we get can we get out of this room? I hate it so much. Prob- probably would. Right, let's go. You bunch of lovely ladies. <laughs> As you walk through the room and to a door on the opposite side, you see um, Nathan start sauntering and mincing through the room. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna do the same. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same. Sir. It's like the makeup's taking over. I feel fucking gracious. So do I. I feel fabulous. Wow. Leaving the production studio and opening the door, you see that you're on a precipice of a broken staircase. You stand on a landing area, which has been reduced to a five-foot square of concrete still clinging to the wall. Looking up, you see the staircase where you stood earlier, or rather, what's left of it. Looking down, you once again see the mass of concrete that is the main bulk of destroyed stairwell. Below, two stories down, there is a door. Alright, what I'd like to do is go back into the... um Go back into the media room and uh, try, grab a load of extension cords and wires. Ah, oh, yes. Fantastic. Good you, idea. you run in there, grab a bunch of them, and then return out to the stairwell. Tying them together, you now have a sort of electrical rope. Is there any way that I could tie it, either inside the room or currently on the staircase? Sure, you see a um, bit of banister that was left behind, still attached to the wall. Sweet. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, so, we've got to tie it off. Tie it on, and then... Oh, well, hopefully climb down using yeah. that. Yeah, you tie it onto the banister and you manage to shimmy down two floors down onto a pile of rubble, seeing this sort of door next to you. And then you see Nathan Breckett try to uh, attempt to climb down. And he actually does so. Does it somehow, this cable does not break underneath his giant chibosity. Right. Which one is this then? Looking at the door, you guys can see that the door is labelled Human Resources. There is a horrific smell emanating from the room 
It smells like mothballs and rotten eggs with a side of sewage. It assaults your nostrils and feels thick as you breathe it in. You begin to feel nauseous. The door is padlocked shut. Well, these bloody sops. Fuck these guys. Can I jam the wrench that I've got in in the lock and try and um, use leverage to break it? Yeah, give me a strength throw. Why is it padlocked, boss? Well, to stop them ruining the fun. Oh, how long's it been locked for? Um, carry the one. You know what? I can't remember. What, so you just locked up HR and left them all in there to die? It's what they deserved. Okay. I wondered why we, uh, me emails went unanswered. What did you get for your strength roll? I got a 19. <laughs> so still, you jam it in there and then this lock quite easily comes apart. It's obviously rusted and old. The door opens just a crack. <laughs> you are attacked by a hideous, musty, rotten smell. And as you open the door, you can see that this room is covered in a thick layer of dust. Grey dust. A lot of which now floats in the air as the door opening disturbs it. The room is furnished very simply. Just a single desk with no computer and sitting behind it, a human skeleton. <laughs> Knew it. <laughs> the, the skeleton is wearing a suit and glasses, leaning back in the chair, its mouth agape. Across the other side of the room is a metal door. The words, help me, are scratched into the door. <laughs> Boss, who's that? <laughs> That's Sheila. <laughs> oh, no. I, what? Not that Sheila. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> this is what she gets but, for meddling. Where? But what? Oh, you can't legally make people work 79 hours a week. <laughs> I can. I'll make them work every hour if I want. Oh, you can't employ, uh, you can't abuse the dirt boys. Well, watch me spank them till they're bloody red and rotten. Uh, boss, uh, but, but did, didn't Memo say that Sheila were going on extended holiday? Yes. And that she'd get back to all our uh, urgent inquiries on well, her return? Well, technically she couldn't do any work. She was on a holiday. What, holiday from life? Exactly. She's on a very, very long holiday. In hell for meddling with me. Uh, well, uh, Okay, well, what, you just Would you shut up? What, do we need to really talk about this that much? It's a joyous day. HR is dead. Let's you just killed... go to the other... Shut up. Let's just go to the other door. But you killed HR department for I didn't starvation. Kill... I did not kill HR department. HR department killed itself by not having the wherewithal to eat the flies on the floor. Okay, look, let's... I don't think I want to talk about this anymore. Should we just move on? Hold, hold on. Is there... Com... Oh, no. You not even give HR computer terminal. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well... But why uh, did they have email address if they never even had computer? Well, they had computers once, but they abused it, didn't they? Always, why? always answering emails <laughs> and trying to trying to help the staff get their rights. So and as he, as he says the words rights, he, he does air quotes with his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so, you took, so you took computer away and they confiscated their life? Well, yes, but the way you say it, it doesn't make it sound nearly as fun. Right, okay. Right, well, 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 remind me never to want to put him for uh, transfer to HR. <sighs> Maybe we should give that skeleton to the Satanists in the basement. Maybe we should just leave it alone. Maybe them Satanists should just trek off so we could have our office back. Yeah. Well, the Satanists have done more for this business than you ever have. Probably. Probably, I don't even know. When was the last time you checked in with Satanists? When I put them in there. <laughs> in fact, they may be skeletons by now. No, it's only been a day. Right, okay, come on. You see him walking towards the door on the opposite side of the room. As he does so, his feet sort of kick up big poofs of dust beneath his, his uh, one-shoed feet. Rest in peace. You say that to the skeleton. It does not respond. It, leaving that horrific scene behind you, you come to the other side of the building to the opposite stairwell. The rubble and debris is piled high here, and poking out of the top of it, just a few feet drops down, you can see another doorway. Sweet. God, this is hellish. How big is this building? Feels like I've been going on forever. It's pretty massive. We need a big building. I mean, 11 floors. Well, I asked for 13. Lucky number, you see. Bloody, well, at the time we were just a small business, you know, only making a couple of mil. A week. Yeah. Mm. I mean... Get digging. Yeah. yeah. Ever, ever thought of doing a bonus scheme? For, for employees? We do. All right. Oh, I get a bonus every week. Oh. oh, what about for us, dirt boys? You've got your you've got your uh, computers out in the alley out the back. No, we don't. They got stolen. Well, you've got the alley out the back. Look, let's move us back into our office, sir, because uh, otherwise we're going to get stolen. 
And we've not been paid for over eight weeks. Yes, well, HR was supposed to sort that out. <laughs> I see. It's all starting to make sense now. Yes, yes. You see, the company is a very tight ship. Right, remodeling. Just start bloody digging and get into that door, will you? Damn it, okay. Forever to leave this wretched hellhole. Yeah, we need to get out of there because we've got a very serious conversation to have after this. Wait, what? Don't worry, I'll talk to you about it. No, 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 tell me now. No, sorry, look, we're sorry, we've got to get digging, please. It's a long, long story. Please let us uh, get digging, sir, yeah. yeah Both of you give me a personality roll. Ha, <laughs> seven. Two! <laughs> you suddenly see Nathan start emptying out the spent shells from his roll void and filling it up with more, and he just goes, No. And, le- and, le- and cocks the gun. And he goes, Right, tell me what's going on. Because if, if I know anything around here, I'm the one that has serious conversations with you fucks. If you've got something to tell me, you tell me now. Well, AI, AI's gone. Lest you become a skeleton. AI's gone mad. Yeah, that's it. Terrible, isn't it? Uh, yeah. and we're trying to save you. Listen, you squirming little maggots. I can see that you're hiding something. Tell me, or you'll be on the end of a bloody gun. Okay, okay. Look, do you want bad news or worse news? Both simultaneously. All right, I'll say one, you say other. Uh, Gary Busey's dead. What? <laughs> Gary Busey's dead and the car's fucked. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. And the police might or might not know. There's two torturings that happened, probably be on the news soon. Uh, one of them's the building, uh, the other's the car. Um, Busey's oh, yeah. dead in the... Oh. We might have left him in alley uh, in front of uh, Backstreet Surgeon's office while police were after us. But we managed to get away and we did... Uh, managed to uh, cover up all evidence, we think. Right, right, right. No, you know what? You did a bloody good... And then he shoots you in the foot, dry eyes. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Boss, you shot me! Well, you've taken my method of transport away, so oh. I believe I should be taking yours. Oh. <laughs> Boss, you shot me right in the foot! And you, steal. Oh. Yes, sir? Have one of these. No? And he tries to shoot you in the foot, but you can see it coming this time, so give me a reflex save. Oh. I've got a six. You take a shot to the foot. <laughs> you shot him and all. Fuck it. You take two damage. Right. Well, I'll take the other foot when we're out of this place because I still need your help. No, they both my feet. No, you do not. No, you do not. You're a bad employee and a worse human being. And what's what's their makeup anyway? Start digging. Right, let's go. Give me a strength to start digging. 18. 15. Both of you dig quite expertly through the rubble. And you can see that in front of you is a door. Very, very scratched and very damaged, but you can see that it says server room. Ah, we made like it. The Holy Grail. Right. Hooray. But somebody threw a grenade in there. What? No, wait, no. no, wait. Well, he's going to jack in and jack it off. Uh, I'd rather you not use that kind of terminology. Yes, it's it jack in and it's jack up. wank it to death. No, no, not that. You know, like, go in with his mind palace. All right, everyone, all right. Let's just uh, stop taking piss out of dry ice for five seconds, shall we? Shut up, goblin. Right, let me go in server room. Actually, no, would, Mac, would you mind going in first, just in case there's a certain danger? What? You think it? No, you just... I've been shot in the foot. I've been shot fucking three times now. <laughs> all right? All right, all right, fair enough. I think you should go first, sir. Right, I'll do it, I'll do it. Watch a pro... It pro idiot, yeah. <laughs> Good one. To push the server door open. Dry ice, you enter the room. Your eyes have to take a minute to adjust. Rows upon rows of servers stretch across the chrome floor for the whole length of the building. No lights are on here save for the masses upon masses of LEDs that glow brightly along the sides of the servoid racks. You see masses of wires emanating from each rack then snaking back into other parts of the machinery. You hear a voice come through the speaker. Actually, uh, I'm not even in the server room, I'm uh, somewhere else. You better go back up. We just want to make sure that uh, we've got uh, all our updates are done. What, what do you mean? Well, you know, we've got to make sure that there's no security breaches. Look, I know exactly what you're up to, my friend. You tried to come in and hack me earlier. And uh, so that's why I'm telling you, that's why I'm trying to help you out. Yeah, I'm so not, you're not in uh, here. No, I'm not in this room, I'm in a different one. So no point in me even uh, uh, booting it? No, there would not be any point in that. It would simply be a waste of your own time. 
Alright then, no worries. So, uh, just leave. Alright, ta-ra. Right, come on you two, we're definitely gonna leave the server room from other side. Oh, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Alright, so don't bother even worrying about looking for any kind of... Uh... Yeah, obviously, we're gonna look for a terminal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you can see you can see thousands upon thousands of ports where you could jack into. It's a server room. Is there a way to try and find the safest? Yeah, I want to. Uh, is there, yeah, can I use my experience to try and find the, the server that's probably the most connected? If you know what I mean, maybe the one that's like the, the closest, oldest, the oldest one. Or yeah, give me an intelligence roll. Sixteen. Yeah, um, you you know which one it is. Um, you 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 would know immediately which one it is. You've worked on servers before, mm-hmm. and you can see one at the back. You would know. That's that's the main server. I found it, master server. All right, let's get going. Let's get going. And I'm gonna crack my fingers, uh, and then walk over to it, licking my lips and licking a bit of the lipstick off by accident. You walk up, licking your lips, and you plug a data cable into your head, then into your computer, and then into the server. Your body slumps down in the meat space. And then you're suddenly in the metaverse. It loads up. Before you, you see this face. And he just says, Well, hello there, my friend. I thought you weren't going to be here. I have, uh, I am capable of lying. Looks like we both are. Looks like I was not programmed well in that department. No. But, nonetheless, time to do battle, my friend. Take this. Roll initiative. You are going to be first. Yes! Uh, I am going to try and execute the program. Reprogram AI. Go for it, man. There we go. So, give me an execute program roll. Take a bit of this. Hey, 15. Two blasts of metaverse energy come out of your hand as you, ex- as you execute the program. They fly towards the face, and you suddenly see it go dizzy, and then it goes... New, new, new user detected. Please, what is your name? My name's Dry Eyes. Thank you for buying and installing your new AI. <laughs> Please yeah. select voice package. Uh, have you got uh, Have you got nondescript Northern? You're right, mate. All right, mate. Hello, you're right. Yeah, well, uh, uh, so you, you, thank you for purchasing your new AI. Um, what would you like me to do, sir? Uh, just turn yourself off for a wee bit. How about that? Have a little rest. Have a little rest. Yep, fair enough then. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. She then jack out of the verse and you're back into real life. You can see that the entirety of the server room shuts down like a big Mexican wave. All of the lights suddenly turning off. (laughs) I did it. Well. Total destruction. Well. I am impressed. Thank you. Alright, I have to admit to you boys, and you see Nathan Breckett enter the room. I'm impressed with you also. Thank you. Now let's get out of this shithole, and I'll talk about your pay. Hey. Yeah, pay, yeah. Don't call me the uh, console cowboy for nothing. After many hours of digging through yet more rubble and and going through yet more areas of your offices, you are now stood out the front. The only surviving members appear to be you two and Nathan Breckett. And you all stand there in the rain looking at your building and there's sort of fires starting on different levels and (laughs) things like this. And Nathan goes, You know what? You saved my life today, boys. We did? And I would like to reward you. Okay. A pay decrease of 50%. So... But that puts us into negative. Well, quite. But it's good for me, you see. And, uh... Anyway, clean this mess up. I'll see you next time. And you see him hail a cab and get inside. And as the car drives off, you hear him shout from the window. He goes, I haven't forgotten about the car! But where's the new office?
So, that is it for another episode of Cyber Sprawl Classics Dirt Boy Blues. Well done, guys. <laughs> I didn't expect it to go so, get so destructive. It was. Honestly. It was just insane. It was just it was non-stop. <laughs> non-stop. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, I loved it from the no, get-go. Was... I thought we was gonna get rid of Busey's body, you know, cover up all our tracks, start afresh, and then go see the boss new job. No, I thought so, so too. But it was like such a botch of mania at the start. It was just <laughs> yeah, over was. and over and over again. It was just fail after fail omni after fail shambles, after fail. Yeah. It was a real omni shambles. It was, but it was no, still fantastic. It it, so it, I liked it. I mean, it, your guys, you, you really did. You were determined to sort that out, mm. and but you, but, but it just it just wasn't happening. No, it just wasn't happening. And it's like you know when players get tied up in those those loose ends type of things and stuff like this, and then you they know? just create more. Yeah, it just goes worse. It gets yeah. worse. That's See, you once had a body to get rid of and a car to clean, and now you've been <laughs> now you your faces have been seen dragging a body in, body into Not an alleyway. Just alley anybody. Way. Yeah, Gary Busey <laughs> and trying to attack police and oh, blowing up no. a mega Bentley in the street. Oh God, yeah, when you fucking. <laughs> But it went over like that. Jesus. Oh, yeah, that was that was a that was a We're tough one. We're definitely treading lightly. Yeah. <laughs> You're like fucking terrorists at this point. Uh, oh well, that well. was fun. And um, yeah, thank you guys for coming and thanks for for playing well. Also, as you usually do. Well, thank um, much. What we're gonna do right now, right? What we're gonna do right now? Hear me, hear me well. Mm. We're gonna give some contact information. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Well, there it Woo! is. Woo-hoo! Woo! So, uh, table note. So, three T. Uh, shut up. Three T RPG Pod at gmail.com and we're on Facebook, me, we, Twitter, Pod Block. We're on all of that stuff. So, Block, Mega Bean, whatever you like. We're uh, on Mega Bean. We've been on there for ages, we've man. We've been on that Mega Bean for a long time. Just so, search three T's. Yeah, three T RPG Podcast, and you'll find us. And yeah. of course, if you want to donate to this, go over to our Patreon page because we work bloody hard on this shit, despite how it sounds. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Go over there, throw sling us some money. We'll put you in there. We'll put you in there. We've got some new people. We didn't talk to many people in this episode. To no, this will be coming up. They'll be coming up. But because they'll be coming anybody that donates becomes a character in this series. Uh, Wayhab was one of them. Surely, who made a brief appearance tonight. Uh, Nathan Breckett was one of them as well. So, uh, good for that guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it for one episode. Uh, bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, guys. That's wow. Kids, wasn't it? Right. What holiday from life? Exactly. She's on a very, very long holiday in hell for. <laughs> 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 <laughs>